Ima said, Rebecca. Hmm. That's what he texted. Look at this com- <laughs> Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at this guy trying to out himself. Wow. <laughs> but on the subject though, like her her her, her angry strut is up there. Okay, <laughs> so up there. It's up there, it's up there. Hi guys and welcome to Popcorn for Dinner. Today I'm going to be talking about Ted Lasso and um, I have my recurring guest with me, Ima, today. Hey guys, so weird, like the past two times we've done this, Chenny Dad next to me, but we're back, we're back to doing it virtually. <laughs> oh, I miss you too, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll be like, Isaac, you can't actually say it, you can't actually say it. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, We've got a very special, well, he's now a recurring guest at this stage. Very special recurring guest as well, Ibubi. Ibu, how you me, doing? Man. They got me believing. Here I am again. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> how have you, how's your, how's your week been, guys? Captain, no, we can... Captain, what do we Let think? Let me think. Um, uh, worse than Beards. Better than <laughs> Collins. That's what, how's that? Worse than Beard's better than Collins. Yeah. Didn't Beard have a bad week with that press conference? <laughs> also, Beard, didn't Beard had Colin a bad have moment. a good week? Colin had a good week, but only at the end. He spent most of the week worried, very anxious fizz, fizz. about Isaac. Fizz. So fizz. I'm going to say I'm less anxious than Beard, but more, uh, less anxious than Colin, but more anxious than Beard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's we should actually it's a bit too late into the season, but I like this I like this thing that you just did. Maybe we should start saying who are you this week? Hmm. Yeah. Or in terms yeah, of like Yeah, we might as well just make that a barometer. I mean yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam was doing great. I aspire to be like Sam this week. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Nate, Nate was on top. Like today this week yeah, we're probably true. saying on a scale from Colin to Nate pretty much if we're doing that. Basically, yeah, yeah. Nate was doing yeah. pretty well. Even though Rupert tried to put sand in his Gary. Weird guy, imagination one killer. <laughs> like that that uh, that's the biggest face of don't implicate me I've ever seen in the show. Bro. <laughs> was like, man, like I'm not involved, man. I'm not involved. Whatever you are cooking here, I'm not here. Man. I'm not involved at all, man. He said, please, please, oh please, let me God. go home. <laughs> no, no. Good on him for standing up for himself, sure. I agree. Yeah, no, therefore. Nate of episode one of this season may not have been able to do that. He would have just stayed but been very uncomfortable. You know? <laughs> I could just, yeah. could just imagine the guy in the private room just sitting in the corner. Rupert, can, can, can we go now? <laughs> <laughs> it's so Man. hilarious though because I I I I was thinking the same as well. Like, how is he gonna? How is he gonna be himself in that place, like in the <laughs> private room, with two girls that he doesn't know? Now, once Rupert said private room, I said, "Wow, cause like it's over." <laughs> Bro, crazy. but you know, for a second, I thought Rupert was trying to move to Jade. Like that's where I thought we're going. I thought this no, was I, him kind of like I, I seen think, as kind of a conquest, think, yeah, as a potential. Mm-hmm. Like, let me take this from you, type of thing. 
Yeah. I think he is. I think he's moving to Jade though, but I think he wanted to seed in some like infidelity mm. in there. So he wanted to like show him. I think he wanted to just break it apart basically. Yeah. Like in a different way. Put mm-hmm. a little chink in the armor. Way. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Because, oh, is on it, the vibe of like, if Nate did it, he'll now go and tell her. Or he'll go and, exactly. yeah, he'll go and do some sort exactly. of joke or something. To you, even though yeah. I'm married. Either that or he can just hold it over over um, Nate. Nate. We know that Rupert is a very, very uh, malicious person. So Yeah, because yeah, even when be surprised. even when Jade was like, oh, he seems really rich, but really nice. I'm like, this sounds Wealthy, like what Rebecca nice used to like. say. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this sounds like what Rebecca yeah, exactly. used to say. Like, this guy is trying to repeat his scoop. Also, does he have a thing for people that work at like restaurants and bars? Because wasn't Rebecca working That's at a, a bar, bar or something? When he, first yeah. met her? he has a thing for being able to exert romantic dominance over yeah. people that yeah. he believes yeah. are, yeah. are lesser you know, than him. Kind of lower than him. People he he feels he can kind of have a leg up on. Somebody he feels he can yeah. provide for and have them depend on him. He wants them to depend on him. He doesn't. Rupert isn't the type of person that can handle an actual, you know, healthy, like, relationship where, you know, they're equals. He doesn't want to be equals, um, which is why he, you know, ditches Rebecca eventually and then goes to a younger woman literally named Rebecca <laughs> that he basically, quote-unquote, saved. And now she has a kid with him. And though I feel that girl, though, probably has the capability of <laughs> leaving him if need be. But we'll yeah. see how it goes. Oh, yeah. I just, I just have a yeah. feeling she's stronger than people think, but she yeah, showed I it, it was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she did when when uh, Richmond came to West Ham. Yeah, and then yeah. she was like, "Old man, it's time." It's Literally, time yeah. And and you know, <laughs> I, I find it just the fact that he's flirting with uh, or trying to flirt with Jade is is wild. I mean, she was definitely looking cautious, but her wording yeah. was also funny. <laughs> she, first of all, her saying her name is short for jaded is hilarious to me <laughs> yeah I, I was like is that a you joke know is that re-? the way she said it i was like i, I thought it was a joke then, she, then i was looking at her face i'm like wait is this real like and then it kept going and she was like oh i'm named after my aunt i'm like whoa yeah oh my God. <laughs> what's going on after saying it's worthwhile to meet you like she clearly yeah that was very weird <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? like i've never heard that phrase in my life <laughs> Oh my god! I love how we did a deep deep dive, um, just from how Abubi is feeling. Truly, I mean, Nick Mohammed and the writers are doing a good job of portraying Nate's discomfort, so it gives me a good, yeah. it gives me a good stepping off point. Yeah, but um, the what's it called? The scene that like, I said the scene, the part where Nate was like, "Oh, I've got to deal with something." And Nate just, I'm um, sorry, this guy, what's his name? Rupert just unlooking. Yeah. Was, he, he, gave, he gave him this look of, are you for real, man? I, like, it wasn't phased. Like, he didn't I feel don't any think it was. Uh, I don't even think it was an, are you for real? It was more of just like a. Are you not embarrassed? Like, you, be, like, like there will be consequences type of thing. Or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me? Like, you know, are you for real? It's kind of like, oh, man, like, you don't need to go. But me, I saw it as like, who does this guy think he is? Yeah, mm-hmm. the vibe the vibe I got yeah. was like this is embarrassing, man. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, the homie is inviting yeah. you out. You're coming here to tell me this, but yeah, like, anyways, Rupert is a wayward fellow. <laughs> I'm glad Nate didn't indulge him in the shenanigans. That guy always plays bad <laughs> characters, man. I was saying it, Anthony Head, top villain, man, <laughs> top villain. But Ima, what character are you feeling this week? I don't know, man. Like, who 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 am I? 
I can't, I, I, I probably, probably relate to like Jamie this, this week. Cause I'm just coming back from holiday and Jamie's like, oh, what's going on here? He's like, Isaac is killing our ball. They're not even giving me a vice captain. <laughs> what's happening here? Like, like Roy is going to go and hug somebody else. I have nothing no, left. That, that's actually one of my favorite <laughs> moments of, of the episode. When what, what, what when part? Sam is about to put on the captain's van and Jimmy's like, oh shit. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> no, that was that was actually amazing because Jimmy, what are you doing? Like oh, now, I, I actually that's the one point in the episode where I just started cackling. But you guys I think like, I don't think is? Sam is captain material though. I think he is. He can be. I think he, he can is. be. No, I think mm. he is I think he's, he, the, he's, he's the heart he's the of the team. On and off the pitch. Right. Yeah. He's somebody who's always providing support to people, encouraging others to give support as well. He has a good relationship with management. You know, he's, I think he can actually rally the troops in, in a good like way. Like I said, I think he's the heart of the team as well. It's just like, like, even though his huddle was a bit different, like, but like, you know, everyone was with him kind of thing. Like, yeah, Jamie's getting Fair there. enough. He's getting there. Like, Jamie has the skill of a captain in terms of being a footballer, but I actually don't even think Sam is too far from him. He, they play different mm. positions, so it's hard to, yeah. it's hard to, yeah. to, um, yeah. you know, really compare. But in terms of, you know, the team actually trusting and looking to someone, I would actually say Sam is ahead of, of Jamie in that yeah. regard. But Jamie is not far off these days. He's, you know, getting better and better and better as we've been discussing past few weeks. Fair enough. Oh, fair enough. Okay, I agree. Um, so Imai, you said you're Jamie. I'll probably. I don't know if I can relate to your character. I'll, I'll say I'm. I'm J for jaded. <laughs> Jade shorts for jaded. To be honest, like, that's 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 who I am this week. Um, but yeah, I think this you're episode was very focused. Oh, Sorry, Trent. So maybe 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 you're Trent Krim then. Oh yeah, just, just yeah. on the sidelines watching. Oh, yeah. according, according to Roy, new new trends are old trends. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't know. Like when they said new trend, I expected to see like a younger white guy. Maybe, like, no, no, no. But like, black no, guy. but like that guy took, took a trend position at the independent. Yeah, he took his position. Took yeah, his yeah, yeah, yeah. But in my head, I, I was just expecting <laughs> to see like uh, someone with flowing hair as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this episode was very focused on like uh, Colin and Nate. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I, I didn't like how Isaac or, yeah, how the show wrote Isaac at the start. Mm. Um, maybe just because I think the show was trying to tell us like, this is not how you react to your friends coming out to you. Yeah. Um, I was worried, like, you know. I was like, I think even in the last episode as well, I wasn't happy because I think the last thing you need to do when someone comes out to you is to just walk away and leave make your it mind, about like, storming off like that go, wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, making assumptions. Yeah, you get like I think you need to obviously address it with like with caution and also the fact that he took away him having to come out from him. Like yeah, I was really, really hoping that wouldn't end up being the case, but I guess that yeah, was do you get like he took away him having to come out from him, like and also after doing that, you still you know just walked away. I that that was very upsetting for me. And when he and came then, to yeah, apologize, his behavior at the start of this episode, yeah, you know, I I think when when he came to apologize, I was still a tiny bit disappointed just because I mean I I knew from the beginning that at least I felt from the beginning that okay these guys are kind of going in the route of. Isaac is upset because Colin didn't share with him. But you see, yeah. that's still not the way to react, right? Obviously, uh-huh, like exactly. Isaac wouldn't, wouldn't be homophobic, especially towards someone he's as close to as, as Colin. But even when he came to Colin's place to apologize, 
you know, he says, what is it about me that made you think you couldn't tell me? Right. Mm. And Colin had to say, it's not about you. This is about me. And in, yeah. in all honesty, I think that is um, one of the most prevalent thematic notes of this whole season. It's not about you. Mm-hmm. Right. This, I think that if anything, Ted Lasso in season three is like, if there's any one message trying to give us is that it's not always about you. Um, and that is, we should always sort of not fail to give people grace. Like we should always make sure we're giving people grace because we don't know what people are going through. It's all over this episode. Like mm-hmm. with Roy, te- Roy, with what Roy told Isaac, with what Roy told the press, with um, even what Rebecca told Roy, yeah. right? With what um, Colin told Isaac, like the whole, it's not about you is such a running theme throughout the episode. And I think it's one of the through lines of this season, like just learning to give people grace and i think that that's a that, that that's a really cool thing and it was a learning moment for isaac because you know it's not even like i said it's not the first time we've seen this this season and um you know the earlier episode roy went up to keely and started asking questions he shouldn't have been asking when um when there was that leak right mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. made that about himself and then immediately realized what he do- what he had done was wrong so Everybody is kind of learning. It's not about me. Let me give grace to people. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think, I think I was happy that the show just not even only focusing on um, taking it away from him, and also like you know when you're accepting or when you're when you've accepted your friend, mm-hmm. the the right things to say as well, because you know a lot of straight people tend to say, "Oh, I don't care." however you are or mm-hmm. yes yeah and it, it let us know that like said. yeah exactly don't say you don't care like we get the sentiments from a good place like you don't care you know that they are still the same person to you but don't say that you do care and you should care because they're going to be faced in situations where you as a straight person are never going to be faced with yeah. so yeah. that's where you should care because you yeah. need to have that like empathy that's how you can actually that, that, provide allyship yeah be able exactly yeah that's how you can provide allyship by being able to care so yeah i, I was happy it reminds me of how the people say progresses. i don't see color mm. oh yeah exactly exactly like, that. like you exactly. should see color and appreciate you should it. see color exactly yeah because exactly. that's because if you say you don't see color day, you're removing the person's identity right so yeah yeah and we're not, history, on, we're right? not all gonna face the same experiences like whether you like it or not, we're not going to face the same experiences. One person is going to be advantageous in society over the other person. Uh-huh. And you shouldn't yeah. say you don't care because, you know, when it comes to it, you're going to be, you know, the one that will be the good or like the model sexuality, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked it. Um, I'm happy they were able to well sorted out at the end he still came up with some very stereotypical lines towards the end though but i think i think least. i think you know isaac is probably closest we have on this show to a stereotype even like right from day one like mm. he's supposed to just be a tough guy like that's literally it like he's a tough guy toxic masculinity whatever maybe not toxic masculinity but like he's a yeah. man's man for lack of a better term yeah he was part of the people that jamie had making fun of nate no yeah yeah. yeah, so yeah. Sure he so that's, that that's, that's what he has always been. Like, to the point that, like, I think we said in a previous episode that, like, what kind of power does Isaac have over these guys? Because 
Guy will be yeah. obtaining their phone. <laughs> like <laughs> literally. <laughs> Class prefect. <laughs> like the guy said, bring your phone. Everybody to brought it. So I'm like, nobody even asked, like, bro, what do you mean? <laughs> it's like, so I think they just portrayed it to the point that like he's in command of everything and like um he's just that type of person. And even at the end mm-hmm. where it's like, I can't say I love you, because you know, um not 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 all guys are there yet. But yeah, um I think I was really scared at the beginning because I was like, I think going to make it that Isaac is actually homophobic. I was like, is this year going to go there? But I was like, Ted Lasso can't it's be that. Away. Ted Lasso can't be that dark. Surely not. Like, but the way it kept on going, I was like, there has to be something. There was a point where I was like, ah, is Isaac gay as well or something? Yes, mm. I I thought the same actually. I thought the same. Or was it? I was Can like, maybe he's angry because it's like, oh, I could have had someone that would understand what I've been going through. Like, I wouldn't have had yeah. to go through it alone kind of thing. That's what I was thinking at one point. So even when... Yeah, because... Sorry, go on. No, no, I was just going to say, yeah, because his behavior at the start was very upsetting, to be honest. Like, uh, it had to be something else. Yeah. Like, so that was what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, maybe it's something like that where it's like, oh, if you had come out, you know, I would have been able to come out with, you know, so many things that I've gone through, would have gone through it together, that kind of thing. Then even like when he had that reaction to the fan, I was like, okay, yeah. is this going to be it? But then... People have with us. But then after that, when someone came up, I said, oh, Isaac's gay, isn't it? And then he was like, no. I was like, okay, then I'm going for that. But I was like, yeah, that would that have point, been like very... At that point, I knew Colin had to stand up because he wouldn't want to mischaracterize Isaac, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. But still, though, that fan. Man, yeah, that... People have audacity. But a lot of people, like, shout that, like... I, 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 is it, yeah, it's, it's crazy, thing, though, because... But I like that but, they drew attention to it in the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like they killed two birds with one stone because like I don't know if match going fans are like that. It's more typical of away fans that behave like that. Mm. Match going um, fans are like that. S- <laughs> yeah. Like that person yeah, feels match going oh, fans I have are like ticket. I can do whatever. I exactly. Want. And also even like online fans as well, like we we strip away the humanity from footballers. Like I've always said it that like people just see them as Obviously, they are uber rich, but at the same time, like they're they're, they're people, like mm-hmm. so. And you need to see them as one. Like you can't go into someone's DMs and just shout abuse. You can't just shout abuse. Like if I'm walking on the road now, you're not gonna just shout abuse randomly at me. Mm-hmm. And because we're watching something for entertainment, and maybe I'm not performing up to your liking, that doesn't give you the right to just shout abuse at me either. Because at the end of the day, it's just three points. Like it's not like as if Richmond were going to be relegated in this episode or anything. Like yeah. do you get what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like relegation or anything is a justification, but you need to rein it in sometimes, man. Yeah, no, but like I don't know, some people can't help it. Like I remember going to watch Arsenal against West Ham last year at the Emirates and we were two 0 up. And I think Fuck West Ham. I think <laughs> <laughs> And I think I think um Tavares was warming up and all of a sudden the guy behind me were already two new up and the guy's just warming up on his own. He's like, stupid cunt. I was like, bro, <laughs> like <laughs> then they brought Tavares on. We're winning two nil last minute. And the guy just miscontrolled the ball. It's like, I told you that fucking stupid count. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, bro. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, we need 2-0. End of the game. The guy is fucking 21. It's like, bro. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a bit too much. Everyone around just looked at the guy like, bro. Like, if we're losing, I'll get it. But fans are like that. So it was, it was nice that they actually did it. Because even in the show, like, it wasn't like he had other people with him. It was just... Yeah. It was just him. And they also had the cheeky line as well when may was like he was a dick in the pub as well showing you that these people are dicks everywhere 
pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that was why I thought that uh, maybe there might be a thing that Isaac would be gay as well. But I was like, do we need that kind of plot twist and stuff? Because I was going to be like, I, my head went far. I was like, oh, but at least Colin had like trends that he could talk to. Like when he went quickly to go and talk to Trent, yeah. I'm like, oh, if Isaac is actually gay, he had absolutely no one to talk to about all of this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that would have been mad. Yeah. But, um, but obviously they didn't go that route. Um, they met maybe a more, like kind of cliche route, but I also I wish, like you said, like Isaac realized that instead of like main character syndrome, like just being empathetic and like you know, yeah, this is what you're going through. Let me ask yeah. you guys, actually. Um, so it's I, I think it was really cool that um they came back and won the match in the second half. Like they came back and won two one. It's kind of like. Colin essentially had been reborn. Like he had mm-hmm. come back with new confidence now that he wasn't hiding anything. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And, you know, it's especially cool because they did that despite losing Isaac, who was obviously giving a red card. As soon as he started climbing over, I was like, yeah, it's over. This is red card. <laughs> like zero. So, I mean, even um, Aula White was saying, wow, Roy Kent was the voice of reason. What a world. What a world. Because <laughs> Roy Kent is known to be an angry guy, right? Yeah. So I, I think... I think it's 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 interesting because so many things could have gone down in that moment, especially since you know Isaac really did technically assault a fan, right, uh-huh. in the yeah. stands or with many many witnesses. So, what do you guys think of Isaac's punishment? Like, was that more or less what you were expecting? Were you expecting, you know, a suspension? Were you expecting him to then just give him like a yellow? Like, what what do you guys think? Like, how? accurate or i mean skill of like realistically that was that is always going to be a red card yeah um i think if he didn't put hands on the fan it could have been more of a debate Mm. um i don't i don't know because i think something like that the the referee has to step in i don't know obviously we've never seen v i don't think we've seen var on ted lasso yeah Yeah, we've never seen var on ted lasso but yeah the ref has to step in and CEO, like this, this thing that this fan said is out of line, and you can't punish things like that. In 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 all sense of like, it was kind of like an equal punishment. This person was punished. This person was punished. You get, but mm-hmm. it cannot be like that. Like he said, uh, he made, he said a homophobic word, and he reacted to it. He's a human being. It's kind of like if someone shouts a racist slur, I would never be approving of anybody getting a red card for reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Do you get so um but yeah no nah, i think i think they were just following the rule books but it needs to have like context and I don't, uh, that's why i said at the start like it's if he didn't put his hands on him maybe like the football terms they would have looked at it more like from a, an emotional perspective but yeah I, I think it was a weird one like i think it was enough of a gray area where the show could have done whatever they wanted kind of because it was half time already so like the game was you know off kind of thing so like if it was like i know so like that's one thing like when the ball is not in play like giving red cards always seems weird to me because it's just like it's not like the game isn't on kind of thing um but he got down i guess the red card means three match suspension anyway you know so maybe yeah. that makes sense but yeah i just thought it was such a great area where i was like i don't know like if that happened in real life would they give a red card i'm not sure in my head, I was like... They probably will, to be fair. I think they probably will. They probably will. Like, see see what Lukaku did. 
he just yeah he just um he just celebrated and he gave him a yellow he didn't even react to any fan like he didn't yeah. punch up any fan so i, I think it's, it's quite realistic yeah i guess it's, my thing was just because like it was halftime so i was like yeah Guess in other sports they'll just say, "Oh, you have to take that player off or something." But I guess the team has to suffer for not being able to control him. Apparently, yeah, exactly. Yes, so, and yeah, I think football is quite guilty of that. Like just being very tone deaf, like very to the rule book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I mean, ejecting the fan team made sense, but yeah, it was uh... stadium banned for life as well. Never let that prick near anywhere near <laughs> Richmond again. <laughs> Yeah, for real. Like that guy was just bad vibes the entire time. It's like Yeah, relax. I was like, why do they keep I was like, why do they keep um you know showing this guy? Like something's going to happen here, right? From when the guy yeah. was vexing for common corner. I was like ah. <laughs> Common Corner, the guy was vexed, the guy wow. was shouting. I was like, ah Bro, bro he's really max trying to maximize his tickets in his mind. Yeah. What it reminded me of was when um I saw like a Tottenham fan. This is in real life. I saw a Tottenham fan come out. Um, I think it was a campaign. Um, I don't know if it was during Pride Month, but he basically said he, he's gay and he was like, he's in the stadium, you know, amongst Tottenham fans. And he's always felt like, you know, this is his community. And then one day they started shouting a chant at Chelsea. So there's a very like homophobic chant for Chelsea players. I don't, but they obviously don't sing it anymore. But for the first time in his life, he felt like, "Wow, this is actually not a safe space for me." And I think that fan's behavior just reminded me of that. Like the guy shouting the abuse at the player, but you don't know who around you is like, "Gee, gets like is gay and is also affected by your behavior." Like you need to be able to like behave yourself. So, but yeah, it just reminded me of that, and it just reminded me how. We need to be able to create safe spaces, not just for the players, but for the fans as well, to be able to feel like, yeah, I can participate and I can, you know, go to a game without shit, like fear of being like abused. So, yeah. yeah I think inclusion. But yeah, no, I think this. Well, no, I was just going to say, I think no, inclusion is always like important, isn't it? Like, yeah. I remember when there was that report of like, or reports about a Premier League footballer about to come out as gay. And honestly, I remember seeing yeah, that tweet. Yeah, it was tweet. so sensational. I remember seeing that tweet and honestly, like, I I couldn't only imagine, like, if that person looked at the replies to the tweet because they were shocking. Yeah. Like, it was so sensational and it was done just to provoke a reaction. Yeah. It and it was the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we oh, not surprised? Man, the sun. Oh, but I like how I like how Roy handled himself in this episode and was a big brother and he came out with the press conference as well. Wasn't a coward and owned up like you know to he took what Rebecca but, um, said. The way Rebecca actually... was talking to him, Sha, I was like, where did this awesome. familiarity okay, so come from? <laughs> on some level, right? I thought it was somewhat warranted because in the end, bro, she's like your boss's boss. boss. Yeah, well, you're not sure. Fair. You can't just she can't just tell you do a press conference and you just abscond. What's wrong with you? Yeah. You're trying to lose your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One now says the yeah. other guy. <laughs> that's, that, which is wild. So <laughs> on top of all that, um, there's also the fact that she's protective of Keely. And yeah. she's like, you know, she, you know, she's been, she's throwing shade at him little by little throughout the season. Yep. You know, about the yeah, whole Keely nah, thing. Like I remember um, in, was it episode six? When um, she asked, it was only in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, Roy was like, oh, where's Keely? And 
she said um someone who appreciates her and i was like wow you didn't need to come for him like that yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. so either way roy roy is um is growing i think the story he told was very touching it showed um it showed that you know there are lessons to be learned you know and he really passed all that information to the press pretty well i think everybody had something to to gain from that Plus, his nicknames for the journalists are too funny. <laughs> they were too good, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> they were too good. Really good. He was having too much uh, fun, man. Yeah, I, he's good at it. I think I think they actually should all be kind of taking turns with this thing. Not not every time, Ted. Like, we love Ted, but it's nice to have Roy at Speaks to the Press from time to time. No um, beard, though. Yeah, no never. beard. Never beard. Beard will lose his shit over an opinion. So, so that whole thing was actually <laughs> so funny to me because, like, um, like, because they're arguing randomly about guitarists, guitarists man <laughs> and, and when after beard leaves and the journalists come to ask rebecca questions is guitarists and he is laughing at higgins laughing at rebecca's response is funny because obviously higgins is a music guy but um for anybody who needs context they're arguing joe walsh versus jimmy page joe walsh is um one of the the guitarists for um the eagles and he was also in Ringo Starr's band um, after the Beatles. And Jimmy Page is the lead guitarist for Led Zeppelin. So Beard obviously would have an opinion on these things. This kind of thing, maybe Ted yeah. has an opinion on too. But I, I just thought that was really <laughs> hilarious. And it led to, it then led to, you know, Roy telling the team, you guys know my ass is hairy. None of you spoke up. I'll never forgive you. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I was like, oh my god! Honestly, when Roy said that, I couldn't stop laughing, man. Like he took the time to tell them, I'm not going to forgive you. Oh god! And they threw Richard in this episode. Yeah, they threw that guy under the bus, man. I was about to say that guy, Richard. That guy. Oh, that was the guy that had the most news last week. This week, they said his ass is hairy. What else did they say about him? Like, said he was dirty, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Richard and Van Damme both need some... They, they, they are both questionable these days. And the fact yeah. that somebody right. even says, oh, well done, Zora, he says, it's Van Damme. I'm like, bro, really? <laughs> 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 really? <laughs> like, all these people, they just need to get out of their own way, especially Roy, you know. Um, you know, Rebecca was saying that he'd rather eat a bowl of shit soup and then complain about the portions. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such an interesting way to characterize that because Roy really is always acting like he was dealt struggle life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah, not necessarily, better. right? It's about what you make of it. And, you know, Keely is also making a lot of the hand she's been given. We don't really hear her talk much, but obviously she's dealing with the whole Jack thing. I don't know if mm-hmm. there's going to be some more stuff in in episode 10 now where it turns into, oh, but, you know, I just want a space. We weren't actually broken up. Though I don't think Jack can claim something like that nah, after just not saying anything. Just, I think it's done. I think it's done. It should just finish. I think it's done. See how many blue texts you sent, man. Thank you. Nah, yeah. come on. Thank you. Yeah, those messages. Those, 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 Bro. Bare paragraphs. Yeah, her, her like, leg that she was standing on was just getting weaker and weaker, so... <laughs> and then Higgins pointed out that Jack's handshake is too firm, so we should. Um, you know what? We that guy go, kills me, go. man. Now like, I was actually mad. I, I just, I just remembered when the guy said another one, and then someone said <laughs> DJ Khaled. One, <laughs> DJ come Khaled. On, Higgins, come on with the DJ Khaled reference. Man said, "Who is that?" <laughs> wow. And then, and then Bird and I said parallel thinking. I was like, "Bro, this show. What did? What they just?" I, I, that, honestly, writer's I, 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 that writer's room. That writer's room. I need to see it. 
Because, yeah, they, they honestly, do a really good job. Even from like these these tiny, tiny details that just make things funny. Like, why does no one ever check if the kit room is empty when they walk in? They just walk in and they start just, talking. They just come just bearing there, their and they lives, man. Like, bro, they just open up their, their nyash, man, and just talk about whatever. Oh, <laughs> I like how this time when we spoke, nobody was like, oh, what are you doing here? Or told him to shut up. He just, just, just accepted, you know what? Fair enough. We should have why, checked why that. Whether or not you were here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pushed it. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't need to say any more than that. But um, that, that locker room scene how did you guys feel about sort of the way the way that was handled from like from a story beat point of view because colin telling the team mm-hmm. that he's gay happened off screen right so they showed mm-hmm. colin yeah. about to speak and then they pulled away to isaac and roy mm-hmm. and then they went back to colin after he had finished telling the team and then we heard what people were saying mm-hmm. do you guys think that's something that should have happened on screen or is it fine for them to kind of just like save us that and like use that story time for other things? Or do you think it was more important for them to actually have Colin say those words? Would that have been overly dramatic? Was it necessary? Yeah, what do you think was, about how that was handled? So I was Yeah, that's actually a good shout, actually. I never thought about the fact that it could be you don't want to see everyone go, oh, you get you get what I mean? Like you want to have that because at the end of the day, they've been trying to you know, tell us or teach us this whole episode that you need to be able to make sure you handle it without over-dramatizing or even like just saying, oh, I don't care. Like you need to have the appropriate reaction and have like emotional intelligence to know how to handle these things. So I guess in a way, I didn't think of it from that perspective, but maybe that's where they were coming from. I don't know, Imai, if you had any thoughts on it. Yeah, I don't... When I was thinking of, I actually thought about it of like, hmm, this is something important happening off screen. I think, you know, from a sort of dramatic point of view, it would have been kind of good to see it on screen. But it's also like, it's one of those scenes that like, you can't really win how, no matter how you do it. Do you get like, if you give it that much focus, right? I'm thinking of if they actually showed it now. Like, if you give it a lot of focus, people will be like, that's not how it happens in real life. If you do it too lighthearted, it's too much of a serious thing. Like, you're minimizing it, yeah? Yeah, exactly. So, it's like, I think what they did is, like, one of the sort of, like, classic rules of screenwriting of, like, you want to arrive at a scene as late as possible, and you want to leave the scene as early as possible, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So, like... Because the more important thing was their reaction. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you want to leave a little bit to imagination because it's like, you know, show, don't tell kind of thing. So like you're showing that, you know, whatever he said was accepted, like he didn't, you know, make a mess of it or whatever. So that's what's important. And then, you know, you kind of get your cake and eat it too because you then have that moment with Isaac and Roy, which is a lot easier to film and to direct and to get the atmosphere correct about of like you know, focus on what is actually making you feel this way. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then you come back and it's like, okay, cool. Everybody knows because it's dramatic irony as well. Like we already knew this. So it's not like it's a, like if it was something where we didn't know who was gay, for example, it's like, okay, this is a big reveal that we need to be clued in on, but we already knew. So it's like yeah. getting everybody to catch up with us, the audience. Yeah. So it's like the story yeah. pretty well. Because then we could focus on how Isaac was behaving, you know. Yeah. Because that's the real thing we didn't cold. know. 
Exactly. That's yeah. the only thing that we didn't know. Like the rest is like, okay, you guys should catch up to us, the audience, basically. So it's like, okay, focus on what the audience doesn't know. So like you keep them invested. That's yeah. how I think. And even with with their reconciliation, you know, at the house and everything. Um yeah, I like that, you know, Isaac is shown to actually be asking questions. He's like, Okay, I want to support you. What do I need yeah. to know? And then it's just this yeah. funny scene of basically <laughs> the And the fact that he's gone back at in the in the team. I think I never even thought about it, but I don't know if I expected to hear Bumbercatch. That's that's interesting. The fact that the fact that Colin, both... maybe Colin is into maybe Colin is into nerds. No, but like Isaac agreed because he was like, because he, he was like, who's the fittest guy? He's like, oh, I'm not going to. Do he was like, I'm not going to tell you. And it was like, it's Bobby Batch, isn't it? And then uh, and then Colin's like, yes. And the fact that he said, oh, it would be if he could actually like get involved with the woman, it would be Raquel Welch, which is interesting because Raquel Welch is was a famous American actress and she actually died earlier this year. They specified in uh, so, yeah. 1967. Raquel yeah, Welch. <laughs> her prime. Um, yeah, she was like, I think around that time she was maybe like twenty. Yeah, like that. I'm not sure how so old she was. Like, but, but it was like was, prime. Actually, I don't Raquel know Welch. Raquel Welch born. Yeah, I was like prime yeah, that, Raquel it, Welch. It's, it's interesting that Colin. So Colin has clearly given it thought, right? That's, so yeah, that was like saying like 2012 Helen Mirren or something. It's so weird to like put the action hmm. here. But yeah, I just checked Bomba Catch's picture online. She's 27. Hmm. What's this guy? <laughs> Maybe they want something. <laughs> Erica Watch was 27 in 1967, so that I guess prime I guess, years. Colin knows what he's doing, but prime years, prime years. <laughs> and also, he said that he that in order to like focus and not be seen, not like make sure he doesn't get aroused when they're all in the showers. He thinks of global warming. <laughs> that killed me because. <laughs> Bro, global warming is depressing, but wow. <laughs> the fact that he's using it in that way. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's really on a journey of self-acceptance now. And I think that's a good yeah. thing. You know? Like at the yeah. end of the episode, they're playing that um the song I I Am What I Am, which is actually yeah. from um La Cage Four, which is kind of the play on the episode's title, right? Because this episode is titled Um La Locker Room of Four. So they kind of they take that whole thing about somebody like accepting themselves in like the story of like that piece of work. And that song is one of the encompassing musical like um, moments from, from it. So them using that music at the end of the episode kind of tied everything together in that theme. So this, it just shows more how this episode was about self-acceptance and grace. It was, it was pretty good because Roy had even had to accept something about himself too. Right. He had to, actually confront himself in a way that we haven't really seen him do so before. And we can say Nate did the same thing. He had to be like, am I really going to stay here with Rupert? Like, what what kind of man do I want to be right now? And then he goes yeah. he goes to Jay's place. Jay's place is actually very nice, by the way. But yeah, he goes to Jay's nice place. I thought I, I wasn't sure because... I thought that was I think, nice place. I think that is I thought, Nate's place. I, I think she was waiting there sure. for him to get back. Yeah, like I wasn't sure if that was his place and she was just chilling because before we had just seen like the couch area the couch looks familiar to me but then the layout seemed a little bit different so i wasn't sure yeah if it was nate's place or jay's place but yeah whichever place it was um i thought it was quite nice actually well furnished yeah yeah no um i liked how they wrote this episode i think what i'm looking forward to is seeing how colin's football because we don't know if this was affecting just how he you know connects with his teammates because mm-hmm. uh, we see like 
in previous episodes where, you know, he's trying to fit in, like maybe trying to be heterosexual, if you get what I mean. But yeah, so we've seen he comes out and he has like a blind up second half. So let's see how, you know, he progresses as a footballer from here, like um, without having to hold back who he really is from like the closest, because he said it to Isaac, like, the team knows, and that's what's important to me, because this is, like, his brothers, basically, mm-hmm. and he had to keep it from them. So, obviously, like, seeing how that goes moving forward. But, nah, yeah, it was a good episode. Um, I think I liked uh, how this this episode was a bit smaller, focused on, this, like, literally just, I think, calling and needs um, with, with Roy a bit. Um, so, I think next episode, we'll probably see more of Ted. Um, yeah, we, we, we still want to know what happened in Paris, right? Doing, I guess yep, he and still, Michelle are fine right now since they're co-parenting. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, I just wanted to say um, before we end the episode that Ima said Rebecca. Hmm, that's what he texted. Look at this. Com- <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy. Look at this guy trying to out himself. Uh, <laughs> but on the subject, though, like. Her, 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 her angry strut is up there. <laughs> so up there. It's up there. It's up there. That's, that's all I can say oh on this man, podcast. Oh that's all I can say on this podcast. It's up there. I am Roy Kent. I was feeling like Roy Kent. Ah, boss. <laughs> I feel, feel not to see me. <laughs> Roy being impressed and voicing it on the pitch. Yeah, I, Roy was actually in a good place for most of the episode. I said. Roy was enjoying himself too much, man. It was a good episode. <laughs> and it was actually shorter and i i look he appreciated that like not that i don't like the longer episodes but you know there was just something kind of like um not too intense about this episode yeah like, yeah even even though there were intense moments right? yeah no that, yeah like yeah. it's funny because yeah. like we've been chinda and i were talking we've been seeing obviously like i don't know if you've seen on like twitter online and even like mm-hmm. on tiktok and stuff people are talking about how ted lasso is no longer the same show of like, you know, we mm. signed up for this workplace sitcom, 30 minutes and stuff. And it's like, now it's like an hour. It feels more like a drama. Everybody, it's, it's almost like a soap opera. Everybody has their own storyline. Like, yeah, Keely could have her own show with the whole PR firm and stuff. Nate could have his own show with West Ham and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what people were saying. I was like, you know, I get it. But like, to me, you know, if the heart of the show is still there, which it is for me, um, and I'm still invested in all these people. And it's still funny here and there. And like, and I feel like I learned from the show. Even if I don't learn, I feel like at least it challenges me, provokes me to think about like the important stuff. Like, I think in the last three episodes, what have we had? We just had someone coming out. Last week, we had nudes leaking. The week before, we had racism. Like, mm-hmm. just like that. Like, that's yeah. top provoking and stuff. And, and you know, yeah. that, that helps. So I feel like, yes, you know, the show is different, but like, different isn't always bad. Um, yeah so yeah i feel like people should yeah no nah, and i was i was just gonna say like it's the final season as well mm-hmm. like i feel like they should be allowed some wiggle room to just you know as long as it's not a game of Thrones season eight like we're all good here so, exactly yeah. exactly exactly never go full game of friends man <laughs> the men have to complete the plot on youtube for you <laughs> it's like oh this is why this is why she went mad the show didn't tell you this but it's happened trust me bro <laughs> yeah oh my god a mess an actual mess but guys 
any final thoughts before, um, you know, we round up the episode? I feel like we have Rebecca's storyline lingering because I still feel like yeah. there was a pregnancy from that Amsterdam trip. Rebecca's storyline, Ted and um, Henry. Ted and uh, Henry. Um, what else is lingering? I feel like everything with Sam, Sam is wrapped up. I feel like Sam's whole thing has been mm-hmm. his restaurant, really. Unless they want to go back to like Sam and Rebecca. I mean, there's definitely more coming coming from that. Um, I think Sam has like some relationship stuff to deal with, not just with Rebecca, but you know, just in other aspects of his life. I think, hmm. I I think that he's still a part of Rebecca's story, and she's still a part of his. So that probably hmm. will have to get resolved somehow. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Um, now I think there's still there's still one or two things that we still haven't seen. I think they'll probably be. Much to my dislike, but they need to address Jack and Keely. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah. think. I don't think they will. I feel like. I feel like they did by saying, "Oh, she said she's moving to Argentina for a couple of months," and Keely saying that. I think the break is now up. Like mm. break up. True. I think. Yeah. I think. I don't think she will come back though. She could come back, and she but I don't think. I don't think like. I don't think months will happen before the end of the season. That's true. That was actually like, Unless I mean, cuts the trip short or something. Ted Lasso is very fond of jumping, sure. Like, obviously, because they yeah. can't show us every match. But I don't think... So they can literally just jump two months and show us maybe towards the end of the season or something. Well, yeah, so, I feel like it was that I don't think a very she's specific gone. thing. I think she's well, gone, man. Let's see. I think the only let's thing see. is that maybe she'll get a letter about, like, the PR firm or something. <laughs> that she needs to yeah, find out that investor. No, no more firm handshakes. No more firm handshakes. But you know what? Like, I grew up with people, maybe because I'm a guy, but I grew up with people saying, like, you need to have firm handshakes. They're like, that's how... Oh, yeah. yeah. Nah, you always told that. That's, that's how you, 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 you... What's the word? Like, you make your presence felt in the room kind of thing. Yeah. Because I remember I mean, when I used to have job interviews, like, my handshakes cause... used to be so firm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit awkward for me because I have, like, a very nasty injury on my right hand and my wrist is kind of weak. Yeah. So it's like, what do I do here? Like, what do <laughs> you want to, me to do? You have to firm it. <laughs> when Higgins said that, at first I thought it was a joke of, like, oh, he can't find anything bad to say about Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Low he seemed so serious. Just the way Keely and Rebecca looked at each other, like, he, Higgins was just, he was just serious. I'm just like, ah. Does he actually not like a chance shake? <laughs> I wasn't here for it. Nah, Leslie's Leslie is too funny, man. He's <laughs> actually man. just so funny. funny. All these little de- little Talk like man. moments. Even when like um Ted is singing his song and Rebecca and Keely are like bobbing their heads to it, even though they clearly were not liking the song. <laughs> <laughs> like he's walking away, you can still hear him singing the song. It's like, man, what are you doing? <laughs> You have to support now. You know, and it hit me this episode. So. I'm like, you know what? Trent's book is going to be amazing. Like, ah, oh, tr- truly. Do you know all these things that are going to be in that book? That's true. That's true. I completely forgot about that. Well, I, was there, I, I was just like, see him as one of the diamond dogs now. Yeah, like yeah, every I time know. I see him he smiling, he's just stand, looking from the corner, smiling, holding his pen. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm like, I'm like making some. The show, the show needs to release that book. Like for real, yeah. people will buy it. Sure. It's one that they are, they are jersey. That would be interesting too, because you know how when you watch Amazon documentaries, you feel like you're inside. So is there a way they'll write the book that they'll make us feel like we're even more inside than we are with the show? Exactly, because we've, <laughs> we've seen what actually happened. I guess people would yeah. read that just to see I guess how Cream would tell the story. Yeah, and I guess there'll be things yeah. off screen as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I imagine how he'll yeah. write about like, 
don't will he even write about the gay bit? I don't think so because it's not his secret to tell. So little things like that, he might try. No, he can't. He might try and use like a met- metaphor or something to like cover certain things like that. It's like, oh, you know, walls were broken, people came out, you know, something like that. So I'm like, it'd be interesting to read it on that kind of yeah. level as well. Yeah. See, Tetlasso, we're giving yes. you guys free marketing opportunities. Call us, call us back. We're all, we're all waiting for the Trent Grimm book. Call us back. I wonder what it to be titled. <laughs> but yeah. The last week. No, guys, um, I think we should end it on a good note there. Um, let's give our producer some grace. <laughs> <laughs> In the spirit of grace. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, um, first and foremost, obviously, as per usual, thank you, Ima and Ibube, for jumping on. Um, pleasure. Glad to always hear your thoughts. Um, it will be, yeah, a permanent signing now. Right? <laughs> at at this rate, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> get him we'll the, get, able to come back. Get, soon. get him the jersey. <laughs> we'll just wait. Yeah, on. we need to get wait, waiting jersey. on it. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, guys, it will be signed. One month contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Fabrizio is too funny, man. Oh, speaking of which, I'm still funny. wondering. That's actually one thing that I, I need results personally. Where is Zava? <laughs> is that oh, home with his family now? Mm. But like, is he signed a contract? Avocado man? farm as well. Yeah, also, yeah, his farm. Yeah, yeah but did he sign a contract? Can he just... His, his lawyers, his lawyers are above True, this thing. But, but I think like, the, Richmond is one of them ones where they don't want to drag it out. They just do mutual termination. <laughs> make him pay yeah anyway because to be fair like he was probably on insane wages as well right yeah exactly so it's just save them the money it's like yeah, yeah. Get him off yeah, the that's fair. <laughs> yeah. and they are winning as well so save money and win easy peasy makes sense <laughs> but yeah no thank you guys um, and thank you to our listeners for listening um, to the episode so far um Please check out other episodes. We've done episodes on we've been covering Succession, the final season. We're covering Barry as well. Um, we've done episodes on Rain Dogs and Yellow Jackets. Um, please make sure to check out our episodes across any platform that you prefer. And please make sure you like, I always say like, subscribe, and review. But I think on Spotify, you, you like, you rate and it, review. Yeah. They can go you on rate, YouTube and do yeah, yeah, Five stars. Exactly. So on YouTube, you can do all those things. So please make sure you give us the best reviews possible so we can get ourselves together in one studio rather than, you know, <laughs> online. So thank you guys. Stuff. And thank you, Bibi Animano. Um, much Problem. appreciated. Pleasure. Pleasure. See you guys next week. Safe. Thank you.